0: Alright, what is up Speak True Sports? I'm back with Dorji and today we are going to be going over the NBA Season Awards uh, and our predictions for them. So that that being MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, all that stuff, etc. When we go going over each award, we both picked uh, our guys and we're going to present them to you right here. So let's uh, let's kick it off. I'll go first, I guess, because my MVP relates to the standings video, which if you haven't seen that video, it's going to be up uh, by the time this one comes out. So go check that out and go watch it. Uh, I think it's time finally to give Luka Doncic his MVP. I think this is the season. He's got a really good team around him. And obviously wins matter a lot into the uh, into the MVP discussion. Yeah, whether whether it should or not, that's up for debate. But it clearly does, and uh, historically it has. So, considering where I have the Mavericks in the standings video, uh, which you should go check out, that is uh, that's basically why I've given Luca the, the award. I think uh, we'll talk some runner ups after your after your pick.
1: All right. So uh, for MVP, I also have Luca.
0: Wow. And then, and I, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, it's between him or Giannis, but I'm gonna go Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as you said before, I think they'll do pretty well in the regular season. Um, like the Dallas roster is much more co- well-constructed now, uh, obviously the addition of Christian Wood, um, yeah, I truly think Luca will have a really good season, like yeah. as he, he's had really good seasons before, but I think this year the Mavs will be a little more, they'll elevate their game and mm-hmm. they'll, uh, be like proper contenders. I think last year they were truly missing like a really good center. Because obviously, like, they traded Porzingis, but they got better after it. But, like, against the Warriors, the small ball was not working against them. So I think Dallas will be really good this year.
0: Yeah, and they added JaVale McGee, who I think is going to be great for Jason Kidd and that defense. And the defense is already really good. Now they're adding a great rim protector, uh, which was their biggest weakness uh, last year. Uh, but, yeah, some so some runner-ups. I was actually picking between Embiid and Luka because I was like so here's the thing with me with Embiid that he probably does deserve one by now. So that could be like a, a factor into him getting more votes, uh, just kind of like a reverse voters fatigue where it's like, like, like what happened with James Harden, where like he kept missing out on MVP for so long and eventually they were just like, all right, we'll give it to you. <laughs> we'll give you, we'll give you an award James Harden. Uh, so something kind of similar to that. Uh, but, Look, I mean the media loves Luca so much and he has so many fans. Like if Luca can get to where he he is in my standings video, I think he I think they'll they'll sway towards him. I think Embiid'll have to wait another year, sadly. Uh, also injury issues could always prop up with Embiid. So kind of taking a safe road on that. And then, like you said, Giannis is obviously one. Jokic, too, but Jokic, if he wins a third in a row, I mean he there's uh, there's no way. Like, he's going to have to be – he's going to be the greatest player of all time. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, I don't think he'll win
1: because Jamal Murray and Michael Porter are back. So, I don't think his numbers will be that good
0: compared to really? the first, I mean, mean he'll be amazing, but – You mean his scoring they, specifically, right?
1: Yeah. like Because like his, his playmaking is rate. probably going to go up. Yeah. Like, his usage rate for the past two years when he went MVP was pretty high because, like he, like, he had pretty much no one. So, yeah. yeah. It's just voters fatigue. I don't think he'll win three in a row.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on to defensive player of the year. Uh, I guess I'll kick this one off too. So uh, this is piggy banking off of my MVP pick. And I'm going to say, hey, Embiid, I'm sorry you didn't get MVP. Here's the defensive player of the year. I think it's going to be Wow. Yeah, there you go. So I'm giving giving Embiid the DPOI. I think Giannis is always uh, obviously a great choice. And Rudy Gobert, uh, depending on how things work out there, I think he'll be fine. And then there's obviously Draymond and Drew Holiday are the other runner-ups I have. But uh, who's, uh, who's your who's your MVP defensive uh, player of the year?
1: My pick for defensive player of the year is his, uh, I guess, rival in the Eastern Conference, Bam Adebayo mm. or Bam Monte. So I think he's a really, really good defender, like very versatile, can defend from pretty much one to five. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, like that Miami defense overall is very good but he elevates even more. Um, Yeah, I think like as my uh, other predictions will will come, I think Miami will be very good this year. Like I think people haven't really been giving them too much credit because like in the off season, they haven't really upgraded too much. Like they added Luka Jovic, but other than that, they lost P.J. Tucker. So yeah, people are kind of writing them off, but I think they'll be really good this year. So Bam is my choice, but MB was a good choice too. I didn't really expect that, to be honest. Um, I think my runners-up was Giannis, mm. and I chose Marcus Smart again. But I know it's really controversial that he won, but yeah. like, the stats don't lie. He's a very good defender.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, personally, I don't think Smart should have won, but that's a, that's a different topic for a different time. But, you know, at least the guard won it. We also got a little you know variety uh, and everything. <laughs> And you're, I agree with you about the Heat. I think people are being too hard on the Heat. I mean, they were they were a top team last year, even with even with Jimmy Butler shooting zero percent from three for the first like three months of the season. He did not hit a single three, and they crawled their way and they were injured to heck and back. And they crawled their way back up into the standings. Like like if they're just relatively healthy this year, they're going to be a good team. They're going to be a really good team. Uh, and I think the whole I think people are overreacting about the they haven't added much or done much. It's not going to affect the regular season. That's, gonna, that's something that affects them in the postseason, that they haven't added much, right? Uh, I think from where they are right now in the regular season, I think they're, they're a top team in the East, and they're going to be a top team in the East as long as they're healthy. All right. <clears throat> do you want to go to rookie of the year or coach of the year? I'll leave it up to you. Uh, I guess we'll do rookie of the year. All right, let's go rookie of the year. Uh, uh, why don't you go first?
1: So, my pick it was kind of difficult at first because I was thinking, okay, maybe Paolo Benchero mm-hmm. will be the definite pick. But as I was like reading over like the whole situations and rosters, I decided to go with Jabari Smith Jr., mm-hmm. Houston mm-hmm. Rockets. It's a good pick. That, that Houston pick, that Houston team is very, very exciting, like long term. Yeah. Obviously, got, they got Jalen Green. They just gave uh, Kevin Porter Jr. a bag today. Yep. This morning, I believe. Big and extension. Yeah, and Jabari Smith, based on what I've seen from uh, summer league and college, very very good player. I think Houston really, like really needed someone who could just like spread the floor more in the front court, and he's a very good shooter. Can't really like dribble that well. Like he's more mm. he's more of a spot up for now, but I think yeah. he will be a great uh, piece for Houston, and honestly the rookie of the year race is kind of wide open right now. There's like no mm-hmm. definitive, definitive uh, pick. i else who's Jabari Smith Jr.
0: All right. I'm going to go a little different here. <clears throat> I'm going to pick somebody who is coming off the bench, not even starting right now for their team, but they are putting up such ridiculous numbers off the bench. that I I, I kind of just want to give it to him. I picked Tari Eason uh, on the Houston Rockets really? as well. Yep. I think, I mean, look, he's been, I mean, like, when you look at all the preseason games he's played, the summer league games he's played, I mean, he puts up double, he's putting up double-doubles on a nightly basis. And not to say Paolo can't or Jabari Smith can't, but, I mean, I don't know, like, Tari just, he's been so consistently good, and he's he's far surpassed my expectations. I kind of want to give him the nod, and I hope he does get the nod. Uh, my problem with Paolo could be that maybe his efficiency is pretty low, but rookie of the year, he just doesn't care about efficiency, efficiency that much. Uh, but I do think Paolo's efficiency is going to be low his first year, and he's going to have probably a high amount of turnovers, which is normal for a rookie. Uh, I also had Keegan Murray in the mix. If Keegan Murray started, I would kind of – I might lean to him just because uh, what he's shown so far. He's just shown that he's so NBA ready, especially with shooting. Um, I would pick him, but the Kings, the Kings are the Kings. I think they're, they might bring him off the bench to start the year. They've been starting Kevin Herter. I heavily disagree with that, but you know, the Kings will be Kings. I um, think, yeah, I had Jabari Smith as a runner up as well. I think those are like that top three is probably the most likely to get it. Jay Nivey deserves a shout out, but it, you know, it's hard for primarily scoring guards to win rookie of the year. Uh, you probably have to be doing something else as well because Paolo's going to be, he's going to be getting assists. He's going to also be getting rebounds. Jabari Smith's going to be getting rebounds. Uh, Tari Eason's getting rebounds like crazy right now. hes getting, I think he's, I think he has more rebounds than both of those guys uh, actually. Uh, but yeah, that is who I've got for rookie of the year. Um, it, it, you're right though. It's totally wide open. Could go anyway. Do um, you to go to the coach of the year?
1: Oh, uh, Sure. And just to finish off the Rookie of the Year segment, I think another underrated, I guess, like, favorite is probably uh, Benedict Matherin, yeah. the Pacers. know, Canadian born. Very confident guy. I believe uh, his quote about LeBron earlier in the summer yep. really had some people, I wouldn't say hating, but he was kind of like, blown out of proportion. But I think he's a very good player. One of the best shooters in the class, for sure.
0: Yeah, and his job is going to be made way easier for him from Tyrese Halliburton being there, so... I mean, it's going to be a good one, two punch. Um, yeah. I mean, what else can you really say? Uh, let's go on to coach the year. So I guess, I mean, I, the writing's kind of on the wall for me. I got Jason, I got Jason kid, <laughs> you know, going back to the standings video. If you haven't looked at that, go look at that. You'll see where I have the, the, the Mavericks ranked and you'll see, you'll understand why he wins it. Um, but yeah, Jason Kidd just—he's really impressed me. I didn't think he was going to be this good as a coach. He's really changed and improved uh, throughout his years, uh, from his years away from coaching, uh, or at least his years away from head coaching, because he was still uh, on the Lakers. But you can definitely tell he took a lot of uh, took a lot of time, took a lot, uh, or learned a lot of lessons, and he's really come over and he's won the locker room. He's got everyone to buy in and defend at a high level, and it got them to the conference finals. Like. I, I'm putting my money on Jason Kidd right now.
1: Honestly, yeah, that's not a really bad pick to be honest. Because at first, like when he first joined Dallas, I did not expect him to do too much. I mm-hmm. was like, I mean, he wasn't too bad in Milwaukee, but I don't know, he had some questionable decisions at times. Yeah, obviously, New York wasn't that good. So my pick for Coach of the Year it goes along with my Defensive Player of the Year. It's Eric Spolstra. Mm-hmm. I think Eric Spoelstra. In my opinion, is the second best coach in the league, or arguably the best. Like he's been there for so long, and he's had that pedigree of just constantly having winning seasons. Yeah, Um, very good adjustments as well in the playoffs. And yeah, it goes along with my my prediction for defensive player of the year. I think Miami will be very good this year, like a top, at least top three seed in my opinion. And um, yeah, I, like like no matter what roster he has, he has them playing well. Like yeah. obviously. No one expected them to make the finals in 2020. They were one game away last uh, last year. Last year. Uh, and yeah, honestly, besides Polstero, my other pick was Steve Kurt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think he'll win because I don't think the Warriors will be that dominant. Might be a hot take, but I don't think the, because I think the West this year is kind of stacked, in my opinion.
0: So That's a bit of a hot take. Um, but Yeah, yeah, I mean. It's not far-fetched. I mean, if injuries happen, uh, they really could affect their offense. Obviously, if Draymond goes down, he's an underrated part of their offense. We saw how they looked without Draymond last year. It Was, wasn't really that good. Uh, and same with Steph, obviously. If Steph goes down, it would suck. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I, my runner-ups were Doc Rivers. If he can get the Sixers to, like, a top-three seed, I think Doc Rivers could be in contention. I had Spolstra, and I had Tyron Lue if he gets the clippers That's a good into yeah. yeah if he gets the clippers into a top 4 seed i think he could also be in serious consideration but yeah coach of the year is usually just whoever has the most wins or whoever made the biggest surprise uh, in terms of their rise so even though spolstra yeah even though he he is like one of the best coaches in the in the nba i mean <laughs> He's been good for so long that it's not like uh it's not like something that's fresh and new to the media. So maybe everyone won't pounce on it right away. Uh not to disparage your pick, but no, it's yeah. he definitely deserves to be considered. Uh and I think arguably he could have he could have maybe should have even won it last year, potentially. Um yeah. Let's go on to sixth man of the year. Um, I guess I'll start it off. Go ahead. I have
1: uh Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. What do you know? I think it's probably one of the – I wouldn't say like heavily scrutinized because obviously the punch, that was definitely a pretty big event. And also the $35 a season contract he has at the moment. But based on what we've seen from last year, very talented player. Very talented. And it's kind of wild to see that the Warriors have someone that good off their bench because I don't think it'll start next year. To be honest, because if they he do start him, Stephen Clay has three guard lineup. I just don't think that's sustainable enough in the regular season. Could be in the playoffs; it did work. But yeah, he, he'll probably come off the bench. He just yeah, very solid player. Like pretty much near twenty point per game score. Yeah, he'll be very good for the Warriors this year.
0: Yeah, they're probably gonna use that lineup in a lot of small ball stuff when Draymond's at center. It'll be Steph Clay Pool uh Wiggins Draymond uh but yeah that's a really good pick I, I'd say he's probably the favorite to win it uh I, I I'm having such a tough time picking between him and somebody else uh and it's not Tyler Hero actually who is probably like the third man in the race in my opinion uh he's already won one so I think his chances go down a little bit once he has an absolutely incredible year um, you know what? Since you went Jordan Poole, I'll go with okay. This is gonna be so stupid because it's like this one team sweeping everything, but give I'll, I'll go Christian Wood. Christian Wood is six man. Christian Wood, Christian Wood. Honestly, it's not a bad pick to be honest. Honestly, I think he's, I feel like, in my opinion, he's probably the second most likely to get it behind Jordan Poole. Uh, I, I was debating between him and Jordan Poole all day, I still couldn't really come to uh, an agreement. And then when you said Jordan Poole, I was like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll go Christian Wood, uh, to spice it up, but. Yeah, I have my runner-ups, uh, I got Tari Easton in the year just because he's coming off the bench, so he might as well be in consideration. Uh, Hero and obviously Waterpool. I think those are the main guys. I think you could also maybe consider Obi Toppin if he improves a lot this year. I think he could definitely be in contention for this. Uh, yeah, there's a few other guys. Maybe Jordan Clarkson if he gets traded like he's supposedly you know, been rumored to be uh it, you know it's it's a, it's a tough award to pick really uh but the next award that we're going to touch on is significantly Very harder right. to pick yeah. uh most improved player this is just a this is a crapshoot like literally you could say anybody and it could be valid like i could literally just be like okay sandro mamush mamuleshev Gevki or whatever his name <laughs> oh, on the bucks, right yeah on the bucks you you could say literally anybody that's not my pick but you could say literally anybody you'll be like okay, I guess I'll take you seriously because you never know what happens in the season. He someone could get hurt. He could get the starting position or he could get a solid bench position. All of a sudden, the numbers go up through the roof. Everyone's like, yo, this guy's really good. Um, so I just I went with a hometown pick. I might as well bring one wizard into some type of award because it's probably not going to happen any other <laughs> way. Uh, I picked Rui Hachimura for most improved. He's been really killing it in the preseason. Uh It would be kind of a surprise if he doesn't start, Uh, but if he, even if he doesn't, I think he's still going to be playing like heavy minutes off the bench, like 30 minutes or so off the bench. He's just, he's developed himself way more as a scorer, as way more uh, as a shooter. And he just looks a lot more comfortable uh, on defense as well. This is just preseason obviously, but he looks good. I want to go from one of my guys. uh, So there you go. And I also think a, if he doesn't start, I guess you could throw Denny Avdi into the conversation. Uh, if if Denny starts at the three, which I think Rui or Denny, one of them needs to start at three for sure. I don't want to see Will Barton at the three for the whole season. But if Denny starts, I mean, if you if you saw what he did overseas this year uh, over the summer, he was really really solid, especially from three. He's been working with Bradley Beal's coach, uh, or shooting coach, and his, uh, whatever, and he is definitely improved. If he starts and he puts up better numbers than he did last year, which I guess it would be way easier with more minutes, obviously with more opportunity, I think Danny could be in the in the conversation. My only thing keeping the Wizards out is that maybe they won't make, you know, they'll probably be towards bottom, <laughs> bottom to mid of the Eastern Conference. So it's like it's going to be hard for one of them to really make a case, be like, yo, this guy's so improved and his team is yeah, still yeah. not great, like it. So. Obviously, that just disparages any pick I have. But I wanted to go with the hometown guy. Might as well. This is a crapshoot, anyways. Dorsey, who do you have?
1: So yeah, he basically summed it up perfectly. It's a really, really hard award to predict. Like it could, it could be anyone, honestly. Like mm-hmm. John Morant won it last year, wasn't that expected? And uh, so, for my pick, at first I was thinking OGN and Obi. Like I think he's due for a breakout season. Like like yeah. he's been like consistently like. And a very solid three and D player. Yep. The only problem with him is he's really injury prone. Like he misses mm-hmm. a lot of games at certain stretches of the season. So I'm going to go with his teammate, Gary Trent Jr. Mm-hmm. Very, very, I think he's very underrated. Um, very good um, offensively. He had a great moving shot. And he's also one of the best, in my opinion, he's one of the best on ball defenders as a guard in the league. Yep. He, oh, he, he was, I think he was ranked like top five in steals or deflections. I know Van Vliet definitely was, but Gary Trent is a very tenacious defender. Very, very, like, irritating and pesky. Pretty, he's kind of like Marcus Smart, just played less of the antics. But, yeah, he's a very solid player. And, yeah, I think he'll elevate his game. Obviously, our team has a lot of uh, scorers. Like, I think we were the only team in the NBA to have 15, five 15-plus 15 per game scorers in the nba so it'll be kind of hard for him to win because considering we have so much scoring talent but i think he might be our second best scoring option behind pascal at the moment so i'll go trent but honestly i did have a runner up i was thinking about this mm-hmm. uh, franz wagner of the orlando magic yeah he had a very good euro basket mm-hmm. uh and yeah it, and honestly it's not too uncommon for rookies to win most improved as well so who knows
0: Yeah, um, I think everyone felt like it was a little cheap that John Morant won most improved last year just because I mean he was the number two overall pick, you expect him to be that good, but at the same time, his numbers did make an insane leap. Uh, and some other okay, so I'm looking at the odds list for like other most improved players, like just betting odds. Tyrese Halliburton right now is the favorite tied with Anthony Edwards. Oh really? That's a possibility. Uh, I think Jalen Brunson's, uh, I think he's, a, he's a good bet. Tyrese Maxey could, could be a really, really solid option there. Uh, and there's get there's guys like Cade, like there's second year, there are second year players here. Uh, for some reason, shy gilgeous Alexander is here, even though he's hurt like constantly. Yeah. Um, and he, he's hurt right now, isn't he too? Like right now. He is. I think he's a missed yeah. the first few games of the season. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that already doesn't look good. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope he stays healthy. Uh, but he's already proven that he's really good. I don't know how much more could he really improve. Like, it's, it's tough. shang is here. That's a good choice. Jalen Green, Sexton, uh, Garland, Ben Simmons. I don't know how much more he could really improve. That would be unless, more of like a – that's more of like a comeback story than like – yeah.
1: like Unless uh, he, goes, like he goes off offensively, but I don't think he will because he looked pretty big <laughs> in the preseason.
0: Yeah, unless he like, is starting to hit threes like consistently. If he starts to hit threes consistently, like I would be like, okay, yeah, you can slide him yeah. award if you want. Uh, but yeah, total crap shoot of an award. Tell, tell us who you think it could be. It could be you could say literally anybody, all right. <laughs> and I will not say that's impossible. Uh, anybody that's not already amazing, so yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's all we've got for the awards and all that. Um, I've been Bert, I've been Dorji and we will catch you guys next time. Check out the standings video if you want to see some more content, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for watching. See you.